And welcome back to Growing in His Word, man. Last week we talked about the sin which should not be forgiven. It's a stubborn refusal to heed the Holy Spirit's conviction and accept the forgiveness that Christ has to offer, man. What a what a what a radical day we're gonna have today. Father, we come before you, Lord. We thank you for growing in his word. Lord, we ask that you come before us now, Holy Spirit. Lord, we ask that you just, you know, anoint this, uh, you know, this sermon, Father, with your radical Holy Spirit, your loving Holy Spirit, your kindness, Lord, and your mercy. In Jesus' name, amen. Here we are in Matthew chapter 12, and we we left off where we talked about the Pharisees, how they demanded a sign. They wanted a sign to try to trip up Jesus. They wanted a sign to see if Jesus would you know, conveniently just do as they please. But, you know, God's not going to do that, man. God's not a respecter of of man. He, he doesn't need us, but he wants us because he loves us. Listen, we talked about how the scribes and the Pharisees, they answered and they were talking to, to Jesus, teacher, we want to see a sign from you. But he answered and said to them, an evil and an adulterous generation seeks a sign after a sign, and no sign shall be given it except the sign of the prophet Jonah. For Jonah was there three days and three nights in the belly of the great fish. So will the Son of Man be there three days and three nights. He talks about the crucifixion later. He talks about how he dies for our sins and how he talks about it doesn't necessarily indicate three full days, but in ancient Israel, a part of the day was considered a whole day. It's, it's in Esther. Look at Esther chapter 4, verse 16. But basically, a period is 26 hours. It could be called three days. So anyways, the men of Nineveh and, and, the, and the queen of the south represented the Gentiles who came to faith because of the words of God's prophets and kings. Okay? And so we see Jonah, he's going to Nineveh. He's disobedient. We talked about that last week. And Jesus is telling these Pharisees, look, there's your sign, man. I'm God. I'm Jesus. I'm, I'm the, I'm, I am the Alpha and the Omega. Okay? And he starts telling them, you know, right here in verse 40, he was there for three days, Jonah, and, and, and three nights in the belly of a whale. Some people don't believe it, but it's true. A big fish swallowed up Jonah. He was depressed. He was he was angry. He was upset. He didn't want Nineveh to act the way they did. He, you know, it was it was, he was upset. And the moral reform the, the moral uh, you know reformation that took place in Israel as a result of the ministry of John the Baptist and Jesus. You know, the reformation basically. It wasn't genuine, really. It's so Israel's unbelief and the hardness of the heart got worse and worse and worse. Kind of like you see today. <laughs> and Jonah was upset. He wanted to go out there and he didn't, I mean, he didn't want to go. He, God was telling him, come on, like, kind of like me. I, 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 I want to preach the gospel, man, but sometimes I don't. But it's, but the, it's the enemy, you know, trying to deceive me because I can see how he's trying to deceive us all. It's the last days. And there's Pharisees out there. Your neighbor could be one. But God calls us 
still to love our neighbors and pray for them. And it's hard, even even with the things going on in this world. You know, you get a bad neighbor, you got a bad boss, you get a, a, a rotten person in your life and you can't, you know, it's just... It just keeps going. I get it. I get it. But Jesus is saying, look, you're not going to trip me up, man. I'm God. You're not going to demand anything from me, Jesus is saying. And, you know, Jesus is basically telling him, you know, he's saying the men of Nineveh will rise up in the, in, in the judgment with this generation, you see, and condemn it because they repented at the preaching of Jonah. That's how bad it is today, people. Believers. Listen to me. And he said, indeed, there's a greater than a Jonah is here. And he said, verse 42, the queen of the south will rise up in the judgment with the generation to condemn it. For she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon. And indeed, a greater, a greater than Solomon is here, man. I mean, we see this generation. It's adulterous. It's a wicked generation. Listen. Listen to this, man. We 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 can see how people they they they, they long for violence, and they, they the TV is just destroying people. The not all TV, but certain channels, certain music, certain things, certain trends, drugs, alcohol, addictions. It's it's there to trip you up, believers. If Satan can trip you up with alcohol and drugs and methamphetamines and, and whatever it is, mushrooms, it's it. He's got you. Then you can't get out. It's going to take a lot to rock bottom to come back out of it. Some people never come back out, believers. Oh, you don't know that. Oh, I do. I used to get loaded, man. I know exactly what goes on. Oh, you did? And you're a pastor? Of course I did. Come on, man. Listen, we're living in a fallen world, man. Before Christ, I was drinking alcohol and I was smoking cigarettes. I did the things of the world. Okay? But now it's different. Because now they got new drugs out there. You take a hit and you're dead. It's just, you know, life is full of surprises. And Jesus Christ is saying, stop. Don't confuse yourself. Don't eat onions. Don't, you know, eat an apple. <laughs> Pharisees, man, they want to sign. They want you to sign up for their dope and their loozy parties. And woo, look at me. I'm so cool, ain't I? <laughs> then you're hooked. Then you get an unclean spirit in you. You see? Verse 42 of Matthew chapter 12 says the queen of the south will rise up. In the judgment with this generation and condemn it. For she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon. And indeed a greater than Solomon is here. When the unclean spirit goes out of a man, believers listen. <laughs> Woman or man. He goes through dry places seeking rest. You see? See, you got to stop right there. Rest. Jesus said, I'll give you true rest. But listen, he goes through a dry places, seeking rest and finds none. Then he says, oh, I will, re I, will, I will return to my house from which I came. And when he comes, he finds it empty, swept, and put in order. Then he goes and takes with him seven other spirits, more wicked than himself. And they enter and dwell there, and the last state of the man is worse than the first. So shall it also be with this 
wicked generation. Believers, we see it. It's nasty. But this is the music you put in your ear. This is the drugs you put in your mouth. No, I'm not condemning. I'm telling you. The wicked spirit that goes in you is going to condemn you. I'm just, I'm just the, the messenger. It dwells there. And the last state of the man is worse than the first. This is the generation that we see. It's wicked. I mean, you see it. You see it in Hosea. Hosea chapter 4 talks about it, man. It talks about the wine and, the, and, and, and how they're, they're, the wooden idols and Baal worship. It's sick. You know, you, you see this, this the, the, the sexual sin. You see their glory and then their, and their nasty sacrifices. You see the, uh, well, come on, man. That's kind of hard. Not really. I mean, you can see right here. They offer sacrifice. It says, even back when Israel was doing it, I see America doing it now. I don't really think this is America. It's not mentioned in the Bible. Can you show me in the Bible where it's mentioned? <laughs> Nowhere. Israel is. Egypt is. Lebanon is. Russia is. But we see an adultery generation, adulterous generation. Look at this chapter 4 of Hosea. Harlotry wine and new wine enslave the heart. My people ask counsel from their wooden idols and their staff. Wow, wooden idols. Maybe it's their cell phones. I don't know. Wooden uh, in their staff. And it forms them for their spirit of harlotry. Has caused them to stray. Their spiritual spirit of harlotry has caused them to stray. And they have played the hearted against their God. They offer sacrifices on the mountaintops. And burn incense on the hills. Under the oaks. Polars and turbinants, turbinants, because their shade is good. Therefore, your daughters commit harlotry and your bride commits adultery. I will not punish your daughters when they commit harlotry, but nor your brides when they commit adultery. For the men themselves go apart from the harlot and offer sacrifices with rites, with ritual harlot. Therefore, people who do not understand will be tempted, though you, Israel, play the harlot. Let not Judah offend. Do not come up against Gilgal, nor go up to Beth. Aven, no swear an oath, saying, as the Lord lives. For Israel is stubborn, like a stubborn calf. Well, so is America. Look, what do we see here? We see it. Sin. It's sin. And the wager of sin equals death. Believers, we're living in the last days, man. Jude chapter 1 says it. As of the days of Noah. It's going to be the same way, man. Romans chapter 1 says it. Wickedness. Disobedience. Sad. It's amazing. An un unclean spirit, man. It's, it's just, you ever see people out there, they're bent over, scratched down on the street, and they're like possessed? That's what happens when you keep sinning and sinning and sinning and sinning and don't come back. You, you, you do drugs and it changes your mind. Changes your way of thinking. It twists you. Be careful, believers. Don't be twisted by these spirits. There's only one. There's the Holy Spirit, which is beautiful. And take them. You see, Jesus talks about the true brethren in, in Mark chapter 3, verse 31 through 35. But while he was still talking to the multitudes, listen to this. 
Behold, his mother and brothers stood outside seeking to speak with him. You see? You know, I can't help but go back to this wicked generation you see today. It's like a race to be noticed. It's like really happening. False teachers, money churches, money dances, um, anything to get on that pulpit, to get power. And God's like, wow, this is amazing. It's not about that, believers. It's about loving one another and serving Jesus Christ. This is, this is the true, true heart of, of being a believer. Listen, believers, listen to this. I know I say listen a lot because it's important. These Pharisees demand a sign, but are we living in the past? We see the future now, and we see how the enemy will keep trying to beat us down no matter what. We got to stay on fire for the Lord and avoid this wicked generation and not be part of it. We don't have to be part of it. We could say no. We could set the standards. We can be the light. We can be that one person that stands up and people cling to the Holy Spirit in us and we glorify Christ. Because while Jesus was, listen, he was still talking to the multitudes, behold, his mother and brothers stood outside seeking to speak with him. Now listen to this. Verse 47 says, then one said to him, look, your mother and your brothers are standing outside seeking to speak with you. But he answered and said to one, to the one who told him, Who is my mother and who are my brothers? And he stretched out his hand toward his disciples and said, Here are my mothers and here are my brothers. You see, for whoever does the will of my father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. And that's exactly what I want to talk about today. Believers, are you really saved? Do you really know what it's about? It's it's about, you know, loving one another. Look it. Listen, it's important because John talked about the purpose of fellowship and how it, and how it, it 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 basically is unity. And that listen to this. It's to it's to you know, we're looking at we're looking at protecting our readers against the deceptive deceptive ideas of false teachers. If the believers were deceived by false doctrine, they would eventually lose their unity. And that's what you see. It's possible. But only, listen to this, it's only when we as believers come to de- together and understand that, that, that it's about Christ. It's about maintaining that, that, that perfected, that not perfect, but that unity. Listen, we see it here. It says, here we have three and a half years that the disciples walked with Jesus Christ. Listen, okay? We see in 1 John, it talks about the joy versus happiness. A lot of believers are happy, and this is what happens. They get happy. It says, in the beginning, listen to this. 1 John, not, not, not John. John says, 1 John says, that was which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon and our hands have handled. Concerning the word of life, the life was manifested that we have seen and bore witness and declare to you eternal life, which is with the Father and was manifested to us. Believers, listen, don't compromise with the word. 
God wants us happy. So you go into a store, you buy a lottery ticket, you win the lottery, and you lose your money. Now you're broke. You're not happy anymore. That's temporary. That's, that's temporary happiness versus God's happiness. Joy. Perfect joy. God's joy. He has it for us. Dude, if you're jacked up on drugs, man, and you need Jesus, just try it, man. You'll see how radical Jesus is. But God is the light. Okay? And Jesus is saying, if you love my if you love me, listen, this is crazy. He's he's saying, My mother, look it. But he answered and said to them, Who is my mother and who are my brothers? And who stretched out his hand towards his listen, and then, and then he stretched his hands out toward his disciples and said, Here are my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of my father in heaven is my brother and my sister and my mother. Are we doing the will? Do, do, do they know what it's like to really preach God God's word? These false teachers today are deceiving you. They're lunatics. They're not teaching the word of God. We're sinners. Look here. It says in 1 John, it says in verse 4, And these things we write to you that your joy may be full. God wants your joy to be full. Satan wants you to be bitter. Satan wants to rob your joy. God wants to, Satan wants to rob your joy. Satan wants to make you bitter. God wants to heal you. He wants to get to the root of it. He's saying, look, this is the message which we have heard from him and declare to you that God is the light and in him there is no darkness at all. And if we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sins. Look, we're sinners. If we say that we have no sin, it says we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. The other day I blew it. We all blew it. We get angry and we sin, but we repent. But not use that as a crutch. We can't use his grace as a crutch when we sin. Look, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins. And to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And if we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar. And his word is not in us. This is the thing, man. Believers, nobody's perfect. It's, but it's not about us. It's not about the money. It's not about the power. It's not about me, 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 me. It's not about how big your house is or how nice it is. It's not about how, you know, what kind of Bentley you have or Mercedes Benz or, or this or that. Or Man, it's easy to get that stuff. It's harder to follow Jesus Christ and know the true peace in your life. I know lots of millionaires. That are not happy. I know lots of millionaires that are happy. I have a friend that's a millionaire. He's a very happy guy. Loves the Lord Jesus. But he has wisdom. The Lord gave him wisdom with his money. He uses it wisely. He doesn't hoard it. And, you know, he helps people. He doesn't donate to me because I don't want his money. I'm not about the money, folks. Never was, never will be. When I stand before God, God's going to say, Why? To others, not me. Were you about my money? Well, I needed the ministry to continue. Well, I mean, it's continued. What about the homeless? 
What about the abandoned children or the, the, the hungry? What about the victims that are out there hungry right now and cold? You see? You know, this is what I'm talking about. It's, it's, it's the end times, believers. We need to think about others, not ourselves. It's not about us. Never was. We were born out of our mother's wound to serve others. Not me. Well, then you're going to die bitter. <laughs> and that's it's on you, man. Here's the deal. His commandment is, 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 is real simple. Simple. Whoever keeps his word, truly the love of God is perfected in him. And by this, we know that we are in him. We, we, he who says he abides in him ought himself also walk just as he walked. You see, don't be a faker. You know, you don't got to lie to kick it. You don't got to be someone else. You are who you are. It is what it is. You know, it's that simple, believers. <laughs> I had a guy, he wanted my sermons, you know, on the radio, but then he says, oh, I don't want him on the radio anymore. Because I don't ask for money or what? what what's the deal? I don't have no money. I don't have, I don't have any money. Money? What are you going to tell God when you stand before him one day? I got, there's a in the name of Jesus, not me. We have three, by the way, I never told anybody on this program, but we have three million plus listeners all over the world. Thank you for listening to the Holy Spirit, not me. It's Christ who gets the glory. And you guys out there that are going verse by verse, I'm very happy for you. It's radical. You know, God's testing us. This world's a test of the emergency broadcast system. Believe it or not, we're being tested. Because we're not supposed to love the world, it says. Because if anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust and the flesh, the lust of the eyes and the pride <laughs> of life, it's not of the Father, but it's of the world. And the world is passing away and the lust of it. But he who does the will of God abides forever. Wow. Imagine that. Oh, look at all my powerful influence and my status. You can't take that to heaven with you. You see, these are false teachers we're dealing with in the end times. And when you're dealing with the Holy Spirit, you got to be gentle. You can't misrepresent the Holy Spirit. Listen, it's true. Pastors, you guys aren't tested. You guys, we're tried. <laughs> I've been tried. <laughs> Sorry, my, my voice is going out. I mean, I've had a lot of speaking arrangements, you know. But those will try to deceive you out there. They're false teachers or antichrists. Yeah, they're people who don't, you know, we base our walk with the Lord, you know, on the truth. And he's given us believers who know God and who know his standards and desires for us. You see, so Christ is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And we believers can be anointed by the Holy Spirit if we ask but there's going to be deception in the last hour. The first, first John talks about it. You see, we see it. It says in verse, it says in verse 18 of first John, it says, little children, it is the last hour. And as we have heard, the Antichrist is coming. Even now, many Antichrists have come by, which we know that it is the last hour. They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, They'd have, they would have continued with us, but they have went out 
they went out. That they might be made manifest that none of them were of us. They were liars, false teachers, fakers, twisters. Me, 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 me. We don't have family when we come to Christ. Maybe some of us do. I, I don't. I think I got one sister. The rest, they're not my family. You listeners out there who have Christ in your heart, you're my family. That's what Jesus is saying. He's saying, you are my brothers. You are my sisters who do the work of me. This isn't a condemnation message. It's a fact. We're living in the last days and we need to love one another because God's love covers a multitude of sins. It's about his grace. It's about his mercy. Keeping God's word is the proof that we love God. And when we love our brothers, we will live without stumbling. You see, I, you know, I've stumbled, but I've repented. And this is what we do. We repent, we get up, dust ourselves off and say, wow, that was a crazy cowboy ride, man. <laughs> and we get back on it. We can't love the world and love God also. It doesn't work that way. You know, and loving other believers is a fundamental requirement of the Christian life. And a failure to love other Christians raises serious questions about our genuine, our faith. Like it says in Hebrews 11. But, but here's the deal. Genuine love, honestly, it always results in action. We see that. When someone's hurting, you help them. Because mature love, it doesn't produce fear. Instead, it imparts courage. And long before we loved God, he loved us first, be, first, believers. John says that. But we can't let people deceive us. We have to understand God's love. He loves us. And it's amazing. And Jesus is saying, look, look. He stretched his hand out towards his disciples. Okay? It's important. Because he was the example and he said, here are my mother and my brothers. For whomever does the will of my father in heaven is brother, my brother and sister and mother. And so this parable was, it's simple. It's really simple. And it's like next week when we talk about the sower and the seed. We're going to talk about how the sower comes. How the devil tries to come and steal the seed. The seed is the word of God in our lives. You'll have someone like me or my wife or my family member or son or whoever or you guys out there. You go out and you plant seeds, meaning you witness to people and say, here, God bless you. This and this and this and this and this. You go into a home, you change somebody's lives and you let the Holy Spirit water it. Leave them alone. Let the Lord work. This is what we do. But Satan will come up and offer somebody a mushroom and say, here, eat that and bake your brains. And just avoid like it never happened again. And you're right back to square one. And it's even worse. That's where the seven, those nasty spirits come back. And it's hard to get rid of them. And only Christ can. That's what the next chapter is about, man. This is the real reality of it. It's real. It's real. Satan hates us, but God will always overcome the devil with his love. Because he loves us. He's in love with you. 
I want you to close your eyes right now. Listen, everybody out there who's listening, I know there's so many listeners and I love you guys. I really love you guys for this because it's free. Whom the sun sets free is free indeed. I'm excited, man. I'm, I'm, I'm just waking up. Sorry, man. I only had two cups of coffee right now. You know, close your eyes and say, Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me. Thank you for giving me hope. Thank you for giving me a future, Lord. Thank you for giving me a way out. Thank you for showing me that I am a sinner and that I can repent and be forgiven and move on. Because the Bible says in Romans chapter 8 that there is therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ. Jesus, he loves you. He's not there to condemn you. He's there to love you, help you, hold you, show you the way. Love on your family. Love everybody. We're guilty. We're sinners. Yes, me, the one speaking. We're sinners. I don't have perfect teeth. I don't have a Benz. Don't want one. But I have Jesus and I have the love of Christ. And I'm telling you, draw closer to Jesus Christ today like you've never done in your life. Listen, if you're hurting... Draw close to the Holy Spirit. Call on the Holy Spirit. Say, Lord, Holy, in the name of Jesus, Holy Spirit, one of your characters, one of your radical, uh, you know, part of your trinity. Father, help me. Guide me, Lord, in your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Listen, God is going to work, but we have to let him. We can't let the enemy steal the seeds in our life. But we, we know the parable of the wheat and tares. God takes the wheat and he separates the wheat from the tares. But we have to have joy. What? Well, how do I get it? Receive Jesus. Receive him. Receive Christ. But know that the Holy Spirit is going to come in you also. And you can't get rid of him. I love it. Remember that. When you receive Jesus, you're receiving the Holy Spirit also. It's a three-in-one special. <laughs> kind of like HBO, man. You go, oh, I'm going to pay for this. I'm going to pay for this fight. Boom, here you go. You got three and one now for free. It's better than a fight. It's a love fight. Jesus loves you and he's fighting for you. Honest, honestly, God, he loves you guys. Father, we thank you. Lord, we thank you for this, this, this time. Lord, we pray now that, this, that the uh, enemy doesn't take the word that, that's, that is being given out, Father. We know that the parables of yours, Father, were real simple, Lord, that the seeds fell by the wayside, Father, and we know how the soil hardened by much human and animal traffic that it failed to allow to penetrate these seeds. Some fell to the birds, Father, and we know that. But, Lord, the ones that fell on the bird, when the birds took the seeds, Father, and ran away with it we know your word is good father and we know your word is real replant that seed father in these hearts of the non-believers father and the believers today that they come to you lord we ask this in your name jesus amen listen you guys man god bless you guys listen I, don't worry about the cares of the world he says it you know it, the cares of the world will choke you out and you'll become unfruitful but he who receives the seed on the good ground and he who hears the word of the, and, and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and will produce some of it, man, 100 fold, 60, 30, 40. You're going to win, man. We're winners. When we have Jesus, we win. We don't got to worry. <laughs> Forget it. Leave it alone. 
We can't control it. Leave it. Walk away. Give it to Jesus. God bless you guys. Listen, I'm sorry I'm going over a little bit today, but I, you know, I can't stop the Holy, Holy Lord, Holy Spirit when He's working. God bless you guys. Listen, shout out to all you guys, man. All you guys. What a blessing. God bless you guys and God bless this ministry growing in His Word, man. It's it's free and it's and it's led by Jesus and powered by the Holy Spirit. Listen, if you guys have a donation, give it to the homeless or give it to whoever the Lord puts on your heart. Give it to your neighbor. Maybe your neighbor's hungry. Maybe they haven't eaten in a while. Why don't you check on your neighbors and check on your fellow brothers? Why don't you call your friends today? Say, hey, how you doing? God put it on my heart to see if you guys need me something to eat. <laughs> You alright? It's be doers of the word, like James says, not here only. God bless you guys and thank you for growing.